What's takeout the trash day? Friday. I mean, what is it? Any stories we have to give the press that we're not wild about, we give them all in a lump on Friday. Why do you do it on Friday? Because no one reads the paper on Saturday. But we do. I'm Yael Grauer. And I'm Trevor Holtner, and this is the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. Weeks after Hurricane Maria made landfall in Puerto Rico, the island continues to struggle with restoring electricity and access to clean drinking water. On Friday, Abner Gomez, director of the Puerto Rico Emergency Management Agency, resigned. Gomez's resignation was announced by Puerto Rican Governor Ricardo Rosello. Gomez resigned after taking an extended vacation in October, according to The Hill. El Nuevo Dia, Puerto Rico's largest newspaper, reported that Governor Rosello announced the creation of the Central Office of Recuperation and Reconstruction around the same time. Teresa Delgado Tosas is a professional musician from Puerto Rico's second largest city, Arecibo. She has been working in cooperation with Reconstrucción de Puerto Rico in the aftermath of Hurricane Maria for the better part of two months. What I heard was that he actually went on vacation by himself, like like with his family. It was his own free will and not that he was mandatorily vacationed. Um, I was told that um, Governor Rosejo was uh, very upset about people not taking the relief as seriously as he does. I'm not saying they're not taking it seriously. I'm just saying Rosejo's taking it extremely Seriously. Teresa says that although she hasn't personally seen many large-scale problems with the relief effort, there are major issues that everyone is dealing with. There's 85% of the island got flattened. We're talking about like two and a half million people that are affected. And not only, I mean, everybody's affected by the electricity going out. Sure, everybody's affected by the fact that our water is contaminated, even the aqueducts and everybody's saying it's potable, but it's really not. And we know that for a fact because we got an osmosis system to purify the water four years ago, and the guy tested our water here. And there was a case in 2015 where they put it online that the, all the aqueducts, the four aqueducts, the main aqueducts in Puerto Rico that provide the city waters, had two different bacterias that were chlorine-resistant. Teresa says that on top of the issues with potable water and electricity, it took a while for ground efforts to properly coordinate between FEMA and Puerto Rican government agencies. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of miscommunication happened. There were actually relief packages on the tarmac in San Juan Airport at some point that between FEMA and the federal government in San Juan, they were not capable of communicating clearly enough with each other and effectively enough to make appointments, to get everybody informed that they, who has to pick up what, where, and distribute to what. However, last week, Lieutenant General Jeffrey Buchanan announced that the military would begin winding down its recovery efforts since, as CBS News reported, quote, relief efforts are shifting from a crisis phase. I'm a little bit disturbed about that entire situation as well. It seems that a lot of people aren't really taking the situation seriously because they cannot even imagine or fathom what's going on here, and they're being told a lot of fake news or partially correct news. And that's the problem with two-quarters and half-truths, is that we're, even the good articles are, are missing certain details, um, such as the fact that the water is contaminated. And yes, we might have uh, 70% water service or 60% water service, whatever they were saying, which isn't true either. There are different um, details that need to be mentioned that negate those statements, such as the the chlorine-resistant bacteria, such as the fact that most houses, even when the city has water, have to have generators to pump the water in, because a lot of the city's generators don't have enough pressure 
to push the water into the house. In Teresa's estimation, recovery is just beginning and may be an ongoing issue for the next year or longer. It's not nowhere near relief, and this is not a sprint, it's a marathon, and I really wish that people would start getting that message around and spreading it around that this is an issue that's going to be continuing for the next year, year and a half. 85% of the agriculture here was destroyed. We need seeds desperately. We need people, agri uh, uh, agricultural companies that are willing to maybe donate us partially grown little trees of things so that we don't have to take them up from seeds so that we can plant the, the little trees and let them grow here because it's going to take five, ten years to grow some of these trees that, that are all gone that had that bore our, our fruit, our economies products. 30% of the, the produce came from here. Meanwhile, Governor Rossello and other officials will speak before a congressional committee this week on the status of relief efforts. Teresa Delgado-Tosas works on relief efforts with Adopt Arecibo in cooperation with Reconstrucción de Puerto Rico. I'm Trevor Holtner. And I'm Yael Grauer. We'll catch you next time on the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. You can download this podcast on Apple Podcasts or listen to it on SoundCloud.